Hello there, I'm Miranda Gretton and this is Take a Moment with NCHC, the show where we talk to you and your colleagues about experiences that affect you. Listen on your drive between patients or in your downtime, whenever you get the chance to take a moment. Hi, I'm Carolyn Fowler and I'm Director of Nursing Quality. Hello, I'm Helen Bradley and I'm the Quality Matron for Children's Services and Mill Lodge. We're here today to talk about Refresh Month, which is now July 2022. So as I understand it, Refresh Month is predominantly about reflection, um, taking what we've learned over the past two years and using it to inform change, but also remembering how we used to work and what we could potentially reinstate. So, Carolyn, tell me firstly why we're having a Refresh Month. Thanks, Miranda. Well, it's an idea that came from one of the quality matrices a while ago about how we were managing our meetings and we wondered could we in July maybe or for a week actually stop a few meetings and have a bit of time just to go back to some of the basics and then we thought about it and we thought wouldn't it be more important to do it over a longer period of time and actually try and find some behaviours that we could put into the future so change the way we do things and one of the key things uh, was the meeting discipline lots of long meetings back to back sitting on computers not for everyone but for a lot of our staff so that was sort of the beginning and then people were talking about let's go back to what's normal pre-pandemic and I was thinking we don't want to do that do we we want to do something bigger and better we want to take the learning that we've had over the two years and actually make our patient care and the experience for our staff the best it could possibly be. So that was sort of the beginning of the refresh ideas. The quality team spent a lot of time talking about it. And I think for me, what's really, really important is you don't have to do big things. You just have to do small things. It might just be you do one thing, you change one behaviour. You stop for 10 minutes each week and just think, okay, what did I learn through the pandemic? What have I learned this week? And what am I going to do differently? So it's something for everyone, clinical and non-clinical. I think also it's really important just to say for a lot of our staff, it's impossible to stop because they're out there visiting. But what I do hope for some staff is because some of the senior leaders might be able to spend a little bit more time out with the teams, connecting with people, perhaps they'll see a little bit more of the senior leadership team um, and feel supported and have a chance to ask questions. So a lot of that that you were just talking about there was about reflection, but there are actually four themes, aren't there? So those are reflect, restore, revive and thrive. So yeah. can you tell me a little bit more about those other themes? Yes. Yeah, so the reflect is about looking back, taking stock, really valuing what's happened to us all and not forgetting and not forgetting our staff that have worked so hard and some of them still struggling with some of the impact but actually beginning to take the learning from that and start to move forward into what's going to be, you know, a bit of a new beginning for us. The restore is more about what did we do before the pandemic that we would still like to do? One of the reasons this came to us was I've had quite a few staff that have joined us during the last two years and they have almost said, well, I don't know what normal looks like. I don't know what I should be doing. Am I missing something? So it's a bit of time to stop, ask colleagues, is this the job I should be doing? Maybe I could do something different. Maybe there are new ways of working, innovation, quality improvements. So I think there are some things we want to bring back, but there will be some things that we perhaps won't do anymore. And then you've got revive. So, you know, take your plans, really find some energy. Teams, I think, at NCHC have been incredible through the last two years because they've continued to look at their practices, improve, 
put projects together, quality improvement, but this is the time to really go forward with innovation. And then lastly, the Thrive was about the staff. We want the staff to thrive. They're tired. And this is another reason that we've got this month. I'm amazed by the amount of energy I see. I've just been in the leg ulcer clinic. Incredible staff talking to their patients, to each other, learning. But actually, I know for staff, that's not every day. There are tired days. They're exhausted days. And we want people to thrive at NCHC. So it's time, hopefully, for some well-being, some time for them. Just a reminder of what's on offer. And I think for me, the connection is going to be important. If you can find that five, 10 minutes, don't fill it by another email. Step out of your office, connect with a colleague, have a conversation, stop by and have a chat with a patient. So the connection for me is it's really, really important. I think that's probably one of the hardest things, isn't it? It's finding that time and, and using the time appropriately. And Helen, how can you see that working kind of, you know, out in a clinical setting? I think supervision is really, really important for all our staff. And this is an opportunity for us to have a look at um, reinstating supervision, because I think for many of our teams, supervision has been lost in the way. And it's so important for our clinical staff to have that opportunity to stop and to to really reflect on what is happening around them, what has happened and um, just take stock, as, as we've said and go forward really. So I'm hoping that supervision will be a key thing that people will think about during this time. And certainly one of the things we're hoping to look at during this time is reviewing the supervision policy. And with that, we also have our initiative about implementing the, the role of the professional nurse advocate. And that's sort of built on the success of the professional midwifery advocate role. And that brings a new model for supervision, a, a sort of more formalised role for supervision, but provides staff with an alternative way of, of receiving supervision. Interesting. So that's supervision in terms of kind of it's a very formal you know you're sitting down with your manager you're discussing that what about the more informal how can somebody take some time out of their day just to just to have a bit of reflection I think there's many ways to reflect and I think for each staff member in their situation it's going to be really different and it's going to be what works for them so for some people they internally reflect and it's just allowing them to have time to be able to do that so it's just taking 10 minutes in your day whether that's at work or whether it's not in work but it's recognizing that as as clinicians we need that time Whereas for others, more formal ways of supervision, depending on the situation and the circumstance may be needed. So it may be that you that as a staff group, you need to to debrief and talk about a situation that's happened or you may need to plan and book some time with a peer just to talk about a specific something that's happened or however they feel that that works for them, really. Certainly, the professional nurse advocate role really embeds restorative clinical supervision, which is an opportunity to create space for clinicians to think, feel, reflect and understand. It's where staff can process emotions and they can be contained in an environment which supports and restores them. Um, and it's very it's a very self-compassionate and a compassionate leadership approach that we take during that. Clinical staff will have that, but if you are a support services member of staff, obviously that supervision could come in the form of one-to-ones or um, performance reviews, and that's really important too to make sure that those are happening. What are you both hoping will come from Refresh Month? I think the most important thing is it's just this isn't just a month of actions. It's 
us changing some behaviours going forward uh, after July. So for me and definitely my teams, we had a lot of discussion about meeting discipline and trying to cut meetings down so that we have even five or 10 minutes in between for a break, stand up, walk around, rest your eyes. Uh, maybe not everyone goes to say meetings, cut down on meetings. How can we be more efficient? And that's just a simple thing. And then that releases that little bit of time, which actually we've started calling pink time. Um, it's not, you know, not quite sure why somebody asked me why. I think it's because there's a pink in the heart of our, our branding for Refresh, but actually blocking in your diary pink time and actually not filling it with something and not feeling that you've got to you haven't got to put something against that my pink time has not nothing doesn't say anything so I think it, it is about the learning going forward um, it's just because you stopped a little bit you might not actually have any extra time but we're just trying to think a little bit differently the, the passing by a patient and actually stopping to say hello um, it, it's connecting with staff introducing yourself as you pass them in the corridor it's really just trying to uh, revive ourselves and find that energy that we then have that energy going forward really uh, and do what we do at NCHNC which I think is create a really inclusive culture I think for me, it's staff being given the chance and the opportunity to, to stop for a while and to recognise what they have given over the last, particularly over the last few years, and for them to think about what they want in, in their future with NCHNC. Definitely, it's about visibility and connecting. And, and for me, I've, I've planned to go out and do a shift at Mill Lodge and um, at Squirrels. And for me, I really hope we can get the review of the supervision policy done so that it's really meaningful for staff and that we can provide this for them as a way to support their well-being. We have ideas and we think about things that we can do, but it's about then what happens off the back of that. And the fact that you're thinking about even looking at policy and changing a policy, that's a real tangible action off the back of this. What other kind of tangible actions can people expect to see off the back of this, Carolyn? So I think um, certainly for some of the teams I'm working with, they're all picking something that they want to work on, that they sort of had waiting. So the quality team are looking at the quality and safety boards on the walls and going to be working with the ward managers to really update those. So the boards will be very much owned by the wards and uh, make them more interactive. So that's one piece of work. So I think this isn't about great big pieces of work big corporate messages. This is asking teams maybe to pick something in Refresh Month that they'd like to look at, something they've been putting off. It might just be reviewing the risks and really getting a grip of those and having a really meaningful conversation. There are lots of different things people can do. And I think, as Helen said, what I'd like to think is there's a visibility of some of the people as they release some of that pink time. They actually use it for the connection that we talked about. Learning is a key thing for me, and I think we need to learn from this. But actually, one of the topics I'd like people to think about is how do we learn? How do we share our learning? The quality team who sort of have, have sort of brought this to life really are looking at making sure that things are shared. Have we got the right processes in place? Does everybody know the learning from an incident across the trust or is it just happening in one place? So that's another piece of work. So I'm hoping some of these themes will gently start moving forward um, through the rest of the year and, and ongoing really. Thank you for listening to Take a Moment with NCHC. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please visit the podcast intranet page to leave a comment and for details of our other episodes. You can also follow NCHC on all social media channels.